We kick off hour number three. Three and out. Game day edition of the program. If you missed hours one or two, you can always check out the podcast. And make sure you get those uh, directly to your device by subscribing on iTunes. Fan Run Radio. And if you didn't know, we have our own app. Fan Run Radio app. You know, download that. We do. It's free. It's free. Don't cost nothing. Yep. Do it right there. Right there. I mean, I I guess I feel a little better that Vegas has the line set there. That we might have a chance to win. It does feel. You bet on Alabama. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, uh, it's gonna be good either way. <laughs> so it's only good because you could bet Alabama to win and make money on it. Well, no, I mean, I think that means there's a be- better chance Tennessee wins. I think. I think uh, you know Brett's question was great. Like, it seems like the metrics and even the line doesn't really factor in how the teams are playing right now. And there's there's this whole statistical you know world out there that says that you know the the hot hand or in this case the hot team is really not a thing. Like, a team is just who they are throughout the season, and there's normal variability. It's going to happen, and when we see a few bad games in a row or a few good games in a row, that's just part of the randomness. So teams are really just who they are, and if that's the case, Alabama's not as good as we think think they are, and Tennessee is better than we think they are. That the recency bias is, is overstated, overvalued, overweighed. Just some bad luck. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. If you say so. Hmm. So you bet on Alabama, you're going to pick them to win? I don't know. We'll do that in a few minutes. But probably, yeah. Uh, The old hedge. Probably. Got it. I mean, probably. I just don't, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm the sucker. Definitely possible. At least you're going to win one. Hmm. Well, uh, back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. we got Roberto up next. What's up, Roberto? You're on three and out. Well, your boy's going to a game tonight. Hey. Yeah. I'm not confident that we're going to win. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm not confident that we're going to win. Uh, but I am confident uh, that it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I feel strongly that it's going to be a good game. I think Tennessee is going to um, probably play their best game in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've been dogs, or excuse me, we've been favorites in every game. I can't believe we're a favorite. Um, but then again, I mean, Vegas knows more than I'll ever understand. Uh, but uh, as Nate did, uh, at the three, I took the money line on Bama just as a little emo hedge um, because I just think that's. You know, three points isn't really worth betting on, but a, a Bama win outright is at plus 140, plus 130, somewhere, depending on your, your sports book of choice. Um, but I, I just see Tennessee playing better tonight. I don't know. Maybe I'm sheeping. Am I sheeping, guys? I'm just full sheep right now. No, I think they'll play better. I think they'll play better, yeah. Um, this would be a definite feather-in-the-cap type win for Tennessee. Um, beating the number one team in the country, I think we're all on board with that. But I think, moreover, that that'll probably bump us to seed line at least. Uh, I think I've even heard that from some of the prognosticators. Is that the same? Is that what you guys have heard as well? 
bump us up a seed line if we win. Mm, I mean, it, it, it depends on what you do later on. But, yeah, like if you were to win tonight, take care of business, I think it could get you back on the two line. Yeah. So, I mean, did you guys think about – did you ponder my thought yesterday at all? Because I tried to tune in and hear the rest of it, but my thought was I'd rather be a six than a five and and a four than a five. Where do you guys fall out with that? I I struggle with the whole five twelve thing. I think there is kind of a cliff – of where teams are severely undermanned once you start getting into 13, 14s, and 15s, and that 12 is where teams – it just seems to be kind of a break in the distribution of talent. A lot of 12s are either really good mid-major teams or really bad power teams, so those teams are typically you know beat fives more. I just – I don't know. In a one, I, I don't think there's that big a difference in a, in a five and a six – like long term, it'll. It. it I, I don't know. I don't know that I'd rather be a six than a five. I guess maybe I, I agree because a lot. I would of, definitely rather be a four than a five. Yeah, because I do feel like the thirteens. Yeah. It, it just for some strange reason the thirteens seem a lot weaker than the twelves every year. Well, because the thirteens are usually high ma- high mid majors, like the best team that w- is the only good team, like a Cleveland State, you know, or a Milwaukee or something. Yeah. But it is strange to watch that eleven line too. I still think I'd rather be a six than a five. It is strange to watch that eleven line because that eleven line has those play-in games, and God only knows how many of those teams have have made it into the Final Four in the last ten years since they started doing that. It's a lot, though. It's like three or four. Um, I mean, George Mason being the first one, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I, I, getting back to tonight's game, I, I just I think we play really well. I think if Rick Barnes has a brain in his skull, he goes back to that small lineup again, too. You were talking earlier about Akamwa against, you know, bigger guys. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't seem to remember him being in the game much the other night with that small lineup, though. Right? Against Missouri? I mean, Awaka was, was lot, playing was the board, yeah. the five. So... Yeah, I mean, if Com was on, I mean, we'll know five minutes into that game, right? Yep. If Com was on, you leave him in. If he's not, I say you take him out and you run that small lineup because against Alabama, that you know, that's the one thing they have is length. But they're, you know, they don't. As Nate said, they don't crash the boards. If a walk is in there, he's gonna he's gonna clean up everything. Um, and this is my last question about him: Oscar Sheway is the best rebounder and player probably in the conference, if not the country. I think we all agree on that. But doesn't Tobey Awaka average more rebounds per minute played than than um, Shibway? Hmm. I know like, for, there was a stretch. Analytic, there was a stretch there true. where he was the best offensive rebounder in the country per minute played. Okay, I don't. So that may I don't be know what if, I'm referring. To, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's total rebounds per minute played or that was just offense. But I, I, I'm sure they break that down somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they do. I, I don't know where to look for those advanced analytics type things. But I, I'll just go with, I, if you go small and he's your big, I think he's going to sweep up against their big, because I don't think their bigs are very good rebounders. And I think Tennessee, I'm not calling for a W. As a matter of fact, I put my, my money on Alabama money line. I think Tennessee could surprise somebody. And I I would not be blown away if we came out and just blew them off the court and beat them by 15. I wouldn't be. I would not be shocked, because this team – they seem to play better when they're underdogs, and they seem to play better when they're pissed. And they better be all the above. Take care, guys. Thanks for the call. Zach Eady leads the country at 21.2 in offensive rebounding percentage. 
Tobey Iwaka would be second in the country, but he hasn't played, played enough, enough minutes. minutes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Shibway is third at 18.3. A guy from Alcorn State is second at 19.1. Shibway is like 21.1 or something like that. Um, but he does, He hasn't um, – he, you have to play 40 minute, 40% of the minutes to qualify. Hmm. And he's been playing uh, more much the, now, more lately, but, but yeah, earlier the season, in the season, right, 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 doesn't really right. count. So that's that's where we're at there. We need to do whatever Oklahoma did. That would be ideal. What's crazy is you know you you see the final score, Oklahoma ninety three, Bama sixty nine, and I immediately was like, oh, I bet Oklahoma just hit a ton of threes. They hit nine, mm. but they only took thirteen. They were nine of thirteen, seventy percent. From three. Gotcha. I think we'll shoot at that clip. Was that a question? Yeah. If we shoot 70% from three, Hickman, I'm going to go ahead and let you know right now the Vols win. Just a hunch. Just saying. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't... The part of our problem is we don't know what to get out of. We're going to get out of our bigs nope. every night. Nope. It's just like potluck. Like Cumwa could come out and pull another Texas game, but he also could come out and have five points and three turnovers and play twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. Be nice to get some of their bigs in foul trouble. I guess. I mean, Vescovy and Key got to be on it tonight. I guess from three. That, that's kind of a given. Those two are going to have to shoot the ball pretty damn well. We got to protect the basketball tonight too. We can't give them easy transition. Like you know, if we miss shots and they push the floor, whatever. But if we're just giving them the ball and helping mm-hmm. quick start their transition, that's that's going to be a recipe for disaster because they're just they're, they're, they're super long. They're athletic. They they finish at the rim. You know, we we need to make sure we're making them run their stuff. Their guards will try and eat ZZ alive if they can on defense. And one thing I've noticed with ZZ. Uh, he nearly stumbles a lot. Have, have y'all picked up on that the last couple mm-hmm. of games? Like, if, if there's yeah. any contact when he's near midcourt bringing the ball up, like, it, it takes him three or four steps to really kind of recover. I think some of that is him trying to sell it on a foul, which he does a pretty good job of, like running kind of in front of and underneath yeah. a trailing defender and getting bumped. But I have noticed, like, sometimes he'll go to attack and then put the brakes on, and then he kind of loses the ball. Like, he leaves too fast and forgets the ball. Or Do you think he's – Tired? Do you think? I mean, he went from not playing. I know. I know. I think maybe. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, you know, like a little, a little soreness or something. Oh, I, I mean, he's gonna have his hands full tonight with Sears. If that's who he's matched up on. Yeah, he attacks constantly. At least we got the extra. At least we got the extra day this week. I mean, I hate it just mm-hmm. from a viewing standpoint, but I mean, we needed all the rest we could get. I think. I have right. Played BJ a couple minutes here and there. I don't know. Mm. I Depends on if James and. Uh, well, yeah. If they're if not they're playing. ZZ's in foul trouble. Cannot get in foul trouble. No. Need a good home whistle. Not with uh, limited depth already. Put the call in, Danny. Tell those SEC officials to keep this one close. Everybody's tuned in to SEC basketball tonight around 9 o'clock. Build the brand. 
Yeah. It, it just means more. How, it does. how much does it mean, Dr. Danny? Just more. means more. We'll come back with more hours. Who the officials next. are. Welcome back to Three and Out. Hour three, game day edition. Have our picks coming up as we wrap the show up here in a couple segments. But first, back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. We got Matthew up next. What's up, Matthew? You're on Three and Out. Hey guys, how we doing? Happy Wednesday. How are we feeling? Uh, we're getting there. I'm feeling surprisingly confident. Really? If I'm allowed to be that. Good. Yeah, you are. Do you know why? You know why he's feeling that way, Houston? No, why? He's living, he's laughing, and he's loving. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Mm. Yeah. World needs more of it. it. Nothing can bring me down this week. <laughs> um, I hate to be a dead horse, but I saw a really good uh, something in our group chat. Have you all looked at Alabama's shooting chart percentages? Yeah, uh, I think I was looking at that earlier. Like the the heat chart where like their hot yeah, spots yeah, are yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially like they're they think they're the Golden State Warriors. There's yeah. literally no mm-hmm. post presence at all. My what? thought process. Go ahead, Houston. Did, I mean, they have a post presence. I mean, they only score at the rim or a three pointer. I mean, they, it seems like obviously it's like the Brandon Miller show, but. Yeah, I mean, it's that's always going to be the Brandon Miller show. It doesn't matter what night it is. But mm-hmm. I did think of this. It's interesting from this side of it. Like, when did the college game transition to the NBA game as well? Because you see a lot more kids these nowadays pulling up, wanting to shoot the long three, and it's definitely a transition. And my thought process was, obviously, Seth Curry's had an effect on that, but it seems to have trickled into the game because it's not just at Alabama. I mean, a lot of other schools are, 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 are shooting more – High, high percentage shots from outside the paint than they would normally. What's well, I mean, it's all analytics based, right, Nate? I mean, this isn't. Oh, was, oh gosh, who was the coach for the Rockets that like started this whole trend? Oh uh, crap, mustache D'Antoni. Yeah, yeah. He he ran the numbers and was like mid range shot. It was it was based on. Uh, what what did he phrase it as? Like projected points per shot, and it talked about how. Like percentage from a mid range to, a, I mean, obviously a layup, it's a guaranteed two. But then if you're shooting forty percent from three, like the was it expected? You've talked expected value. Yeah, I guess yeah, it was like, just expected value of so the, the shot. Percent, the yeah. percentage you're making of a two times two. Right. That's how many points you're expected to gain every time you attempt a two. Mm-hmm. So if you're fifty percent, we'll make it real easy. If you're fifty percent shooting a mid range shot. Your expected value on that is one point. Every time you take that shot, it's one yeah. point. If you're, um, you know, if you're thirty-three and a third percent from three, then your expected uh, point value is one point every time you shoot from three. Yeah. So that would be like making it equal. It 
it it But then if you're shooting 40 plus percent from 3, then it's just a better quality shot than yeah, your mid-range. Yeah, maybe you're shot. not even shooting 50% from 2. Right, yeah. Uh, um, because, Unless it's a dunk or a layup, which is the whole yeah, idea. Yeah, because it's only t- because you're only take, talking about mid-range twos. Now, if you're talking about a middle school basketball team, like they shouldn't be jacking a bunch of threes trying to be Steph Curry when right. they don't shoot, you know, when they shoot 15% from 3 and they shoot 70% as a layup and even say, you know, 50% from the free throw line. So it all matters with how you shoot the ball, but um, yeah, I mean this is this is advanced analytics. Like it, it makes you have to shoot well enough from three to make it make sense. Yeah, no, I mean we'll see how it goes. I mean this this team's. I, I would love for the Tyreek Key that showed up on Saturday to play tonight like that, but I mean it's just they're so they're too inconsistent from three. Um, and so, if, if honestly, Nate, I have a question for you. If, if there was a gun to your head right now, and the over under was at six for three for three pointers made, would you take the over or under? For Just on Tennessee side for Tennessee threes at six. Six. Yeah. I'm taking the over. I'll take the over. I think it's. Good. I mean, I think Alabama is going to force it to be kind of an up and down game, and I think we'll actually score more, even though their defense is really good. I think the game will be a little faster than we typically play, and we'll, we'll you know, we'll score more more points. I'll go the over. I would take the over as well. Adam? Yeah, I'll take the over. I mean, one guy gets hot, there's a chance somebody hits five by themselves. Yeah, that's true. And I just think with yeah. the, the more possessions in this game, because Bama does play fast, like we're going to have more shot attempts probably than our average night. And, and we're going to give up cool. a bunch, you know, too. Like mm-hmm. That's just what they do. They're going to get more shots up than we normally give up in a game. Well, the staff, I mean, to, to kind of give you back some time, the staff seems to like – They've given a lot of kids the green light. Like, I know a lot of us are like, why is Jonas Adu pulling up from three at times? But the staff seems to love a lot of these guys on the team shooting those shots when they're open. I mean, honestly, I'm not saying this will happen, but it would not surprise me to see Olivia Kamwa be that guy tonight and get three. I mean, it's just anybody on this team apparently has the green light from Coach Barnes. The last thing I'll say is I really expect a big game from Toby Walker. I think he's earned those minutes. I think he's playing a lot better, and it wouldn't even surprise me if Uros Plasvich, his entire role is just abysmal now, is minimized. But uh, that's all I've got. The last thing I'll say is win or lose, Adam, a positivity train's coming in tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, and love. Mm-hmm. It's important for you to remember that, Hickman. You the can't day after lose Valentine's you do all three of those. Mm-hmm. You just can't. You really can't. Mm-mm. Even if you do lose, you're still a winner. Because I'm still loving. I, I like the fact that Barnes has greenlit so many players on this team. I feel like that for a few years he did not do that. Like you would right. pull that three and you would go sit down for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Or longer. Or like last or year longer. when Huntley yeah. sure. Hatfield had 12 points in the first half and then Rick said, what are you doing? He probably took a three and got benched. He did not have the green light. I remember how that actually he did hit a couple of big threes though in some games. He did. I just remember like it just hit me how that game last year ended down there. You know who took the final shot, if I'm not mistaken? Didn't we lose by five? Uh, yeah, but there was a possession where it's like, all right, you got like ten, fifteen seconds left, pretty much to go ahead. I three. do vaguely, and I don't remember who took it though. Someone out there, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure we got Victor Bailey Jr. Wide open with like ten Dude, seconds that, left. Dude, that that actually sounds that sounds right. Taking the go ahead three, 
and he hadn't played much, maybe. Yeah. That sounds What's he right. shooting this year from there? Like 40%? Uh, like 50% or something. <laughs> Some bogus number that, you know, got his, his. only champions shoot. He's got, he's got his riz back or whatever yeah, the kids are got, saying. He's, he's got the riz. <laughs> We're coming back with more Hour 3 next. Hour three continues, getting closer to the picks. Biggest game of the year, right? Yeah. I mean, it was going to be for the SEC. It is because it's the next one. And now it's against, I mean, number one Alabama. Like, you're not going to play a higher-ranked team. It's a home game. It's a league game. Statistically correct. And in a weird way, like (laughs) – Maybe you could get the overall number one seed in the big dance, and that would be considered. Who is that right now? Uh, Probably Alabama. Yeah, yeah, Alabama. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I still know what to think. I said we're not healthy. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And now it makes a difference. You're not going to know that till what six (laughs) twenty? Can we make picks without? (laughs) Sure. You can put his it's it's basketball. Put as many caveats in there as you want. This Bama team, obviously historically good in the SEC. I've, I've been kind of waiting for them to kind of do what Auburn did last year. Of course, Auburn last year got to the number one ranking in the country. They had the superstar freshmen, a lot of talent around them, great coaching as well. But, you know, Auburn kind of plateaued and took that downward spiral late in the season. I'm kind of holding out on Alabama to start doing that. It's about this time last year when Auburn started to do that. So maybe we can uh, start a trend here. Start the down. Think this is it? They run, they run out of gas. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on them. No pressure on us. Just go out there and play. Uh, they asked Nate Oates the other day. They said, uh, "Once the new AP poll came out, did you stop practicing and inform the team?" He said, "Nope. I got to find a way to beat Tennessee on Wednesday." Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sure that the players don't know. Well, I mean, if they're in the middle of practice when it was released. Is that a that's a weird question? Like no no coaches do that, do they? Hey everyone, stop the drill. We're number one in the country. Like no coach would do that. No, they never. A, they probably had a feeling they might be number one in the country. Yeah, I mean they after all that, I mean, I, I mean I said that uh, Monday morning. I was like, yeah, Bama will probably be number one if it's not Houston. Yeah, we were debating Houston or Alabama. It was pretty Alabama simple. They beat that's a, I mean I, I'm maybe it's not a bad question if you're just curious how they reacted to it, but. No coach would stop practice and say, "Never." Hey, we're celebrating this during the. No, you would never do that. You at might. least at least I've never been around a coach no. that would be like, "Guys, we did it!" Because you haven't accomplished anything. You might. You might if you're if you even want to make it a thing. You have an assistant that makes sure to know by the end of practice and kind of gives you the head nod. Yeah, we got it. And then in the post game talk, at the end of practice, you yes. say, "Listen, guys, you circle up at mid court. Yep. You're having your talk. Yep. What did we do well? What do we need to work on? the The schedule for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week, and then, oh, by the way, but you never stop practice. You didn't break concentration like that. No, it's insane. You would, you would you would say, "Hey, 
there's now a target. You would make it a, a call yeah, to action. Yeah, exactly. Now there's going to be a target on your back. We got to, you know, we got to work even harder. You know, we got to stay more focused. You know, as we break practice today, make sure you're taking care of your schoolwork. Yeah. You've worked getting, hard to earn this, you're but you're going to have to work harder to keep it. You're hydrating, yes. like whatever you're trying to do for the next day or the next game. Mm-hmm. And you make that kind of just a moving on thing. Did uh, did Auburn Auburn won outright the conference last year, correct, in the regular season? Yeah. So that Auburn team, they did not suffer their first loss in conference play until February 8th. And then after that, they ended up losing two of four from there on out, it looks like. so. And we lost three – what did we lose last year? Four conference games? Yeah. We were 15 and four, I think. Yeah. Because we lost to Bama, obviously the bad one at Rupp, which just is mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. How, not like that we lost at Rupp, but that they shot 88%. I couldn't believe it. We were at that restaurant and just over and over and over, made everything. Just made everything. It was crazy. Be nice to knock them off the high horse a little bit. Yeah, I would love for Alabama to get to number one and we just immediately take it away from them. What? Uh, nothing. I, it's just I, it's something I saw. No. Another alligator video? No. What'd oh. you see? I haven't watched that one. Is it? Is this the one right here? Is it in the in the uh, group thing here? Oh, I don't know. Is it? No, no, no. It's oh, not no, that this one. This is no. different. This is a gator flipping a kayak. In the Waccamaw. Waccamaw. Yeah. That could have been me. Could have been you. No, you got way too much balance for that, bro. No guided flip you. Mm. Tough as nails. What are you laughing about over there, then? I just don't. I'll you tell you. Tell us? No. Okay. It's mean. I didn't say it. I just mm. read it. I really didn't even laugh. I like made sure I didn't laugh at it. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. I was like, I didn't. Uh, I said. Hope we take away the number one ranking from Alabama, and you're like, I'm like, I didn't do that. What's wrong with that? No, I didn't do that. That's, you know, a lot of conspiracy videos coming out about the Super Bowl and the field. Mm. That was a bad field, man. But what? What's the conspiracy? Like the field doesn't really help or hurt either team, right? That it really impacted the Eagles more because oh. they couldn't get a pass rush, right? Because every the time quarterback those, every, that has a bum ankle, like that makes no sense. Well, just if every anything, every time they try to turn the corner on their oh, outside yeah. rush, their feet would slip. So that makes I, no I sense. think what's coming next is that the Chiefs had better cleats. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the old Ohio State trick from '96, where oh Tennessee had illegal cleats. That's why they could grip, illegal. you know, and we were slipping and sliding. Illegal. Cleats. Even though there's there's plenty of images of both teams slipping and falling, but it was it was bad. It was bad. That shouldn't happen for the Super Bowl. Now, if you say it's a conspiracy because a guy put a gazillion dollars on the under, maybe. But but I think the over hit, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, none of that makes sense. A bad mm-hmm. field is doesn't really overtly help any one outcome. Like, you don't really know what that's going to cause. It could cause a defender to slip and a bunch of, you know, a couple free touchdowns or something. Yeah. Oh, blown coverage. The defender fell down. Or the re- the receiver slips on an out route, uh, and six. it's pick six. Yeah, right. It doesn't really help anything, I guess. It's kind of strange. Uh, we going to do anything tonight to 
I mean, we got we're checkering, right? Checkering, uh, yeah, TBA. Checker TBA. Got to think there's going to be some some we kind of great, tribute for Gus, right? We yep. got a great Gus halftime Manning. show planned. Red or Panda. Are we uh, Red Panda again? What I game was she here for? Was it the Texas game, right? I think it was Texas, right? How about the chants and cheers from the Rocky Top Rowdies? I've not seen the release. We got a lot of uh, good ones, you know, you to really can't get in their do head. That. Air ball. You say air ball until they make a shot. Air ball. What was the other one? It was like bounce, bounce. Whose bounce. house? Our house or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Bounce, bounce. Bounce, bounce. Woo. Pass. Shot. <laughs> do we uh, woo on the passes? Orange. Why? There you go. Yeah, it's a sing song. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, say orange, you say white. How about uh, Rocky? Top. Clap, clap, clap. When I say Rocky, you say top. Rocky. Top. Rocky. Top. That was perfect. Thank you. Nailed it. Uh, Maybe some... Spend my dollar. Oh, no, don't do that. Mark and holler. <laughs> That's now, if you cool. win, absolutely. Yeah, well, if, they, if we win, they got to crank that right up. Do you just play football highlights all during the like? I, oh, that's all good. During the in, yeah. All during the warm-ups? Well, the, the winter workouts have started for the football team, yeah. so maybe bring the football team out uh, and uh, say, "Oh, just just." What are we giving them though? We don't have any banners or rings or anything. Uh, orange ball, orange ball ring. There you yeah. go. Orange ball winners. You know, then just yeah. oh, by the way, we got a highlight package of the season. Show like one play okay, from the no. pit game, then ten plays from Bama, and then one play from the Orange. The ball. right move here would be to honor Jalen Hyde at halftime for winning the Blitnikoff. There you go. Let's look at his touchdowns on the year. Well, these five. Will Jalen do. Hyatt, who took control of the award and never relinquished it after his performance performance against Alabama. Alabama. Here are the stats. Check the stats. Exactly. Final segment picks next. Final segment of the show. Time for the picks. Mike Bobo. Mm. We got lots to get into uh, tomorrow. Hopefully celebrating a big dub. There's that. There's beer. That's true. You know? Yeah. We got Bobo, beer, and basketball breakdown tomorrow. Going to be a big day. Be a big, All big day. the bees. Hmm. When did we find out about Julian Phillips? Ah, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to make a pick. Game just game day decision. Game day decision. So as early as? Right now. 10 o'clock. Yeah. As early as 9.50. It's 9.49 right now. Nope. It's 9.50. 9.51. Um, I'm going to go Alabama 74, Tennessee 69. Nice. <laughs> I, too, have Alabama winning 77-72. Uh, both of you picking five pointers. Hmm. Hickman, you guys are being cowards right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best Tennessee basketball team ever, and it might be. Who knows? But I'll tell you what. If for nothing else, I'm tired of getting slammed for being negative, even though I was right. So 
What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick the Vols to win here today. I think the Vols get it done 79-77. to Nailbiter. Vescovy hits two clutch free throws late. Ah. We win the game. And guess what? It'll be another Adam Hickman. I told you so. You're telling us that we're going to be up two late and Bama's going to have an opportunity at a three and they're going to miss it? Buck, buck no, the trend? Said, we could force a turnover. Well, no, but if he's hitting free throws, there's time on the clock, which means Alabama will get the ball in and have a, an opportunity. I saying we're going to be up four, so it won't matter. No, he had us winning by two. Oh, yeah. 79-77. Yeah, there. No, he hits two free throws late in the game. We're up five it might get ugly. Who knows? At the, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's going to be an Adam Hickman, I told you so. So, Chris, if you would just pick Bama to win now, that'd be great for me. What does that mean? He wants to be the only one that picks Tennessee to win. And he might be, because I have no feel for this game. Like, I, I want to do the thing where, oh, yeah, our backs are against the wall, the number one team, we're going to come out, we're going to play with our hair on fire. I think they'll play hard. I think they'll play pretty well. What You know what really bugs me really is that I thought me? Auburn had a chance against Alabama over the weekend. They were It was, you know, neck and neck. They t- took a couple like four point leads in the second half, and Bama just kept, they just kept making a couple shots. They kept getting stops, and then they end up win- what they pull away and win by like eleven. Yeah, you know what I mean that that's a tough. I mean, that's a rivalry game for Alabama. Auburn was unranked. They were you know at least in the running for the number one spot. I mean they're they're a good team. Now can we make them do whatever they did against Oklahoma? That'd be nice. But I don't know if we have the I – mean, hey, Oklahoma had a guy drop 30. Can Kumwa go for 30 tonight? No. I think you're going to need a, you know – I don't even think he has 30 in his last however many games since – I think you're going to need 18 from Key and Whew. 15 from – 18 from Vescovy and 12 from Kamwa and – 12 from ZZ. Probably more. 15 from – the good thing is, if Phillips and James haven't been practicing, Barnes probably has been a little, a little lighter on all the other guys. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Not as many reps, and maybe a little easier in practice. Yeah, what you thinking? Mm-hmm. About out of time here. Don't rush me. This is important. Seventy-five, hmm. sixty-eight. Okay. Awesome. Bama. Ooh. I think they're good. I just I King I, of the Negaball. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 I knew right now that Julian Phillips would play, mm. I'd probably switch it. And if we have both he and James back tonight, I'd I'd definitely switch it. I just I and I don't I don't blame Barnes. Like if you want to be a little extra careful with Phillips and James with their injuries, I think that's the smart move. Um I mean, we got a round of 32 to play for in the coming months. So, like, I I want us to win. I think we're going to have an opportunity to late. You know, I think with five minutes to go, this is a ball game. Um, we have not been very good in the last five minutes lately. If we can buck that trend, I think Tennessee can win tonight. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, when's the last time we lost three games in a row under Rick Barnes? Probably his second year, I would imagine. That stat alone is maybe. I mean, if this was anybody but the number one team in the country. 
Gosh, I can't pick him to lose three in a row, can I? You just did, buddy. Well, I, di- I didn't pick hey, him to lose the last two. We beat Kansas did. shorthanded. We do have a little bit of Thompson Bowling magic when the number one team comes into our building and we're shorthanded. Except that only works when they get arrested for gun charges and drugs, Yeah, not injuries. Rolled ankles and hip flexors don't usually do the trick. Last three losses in a row was uh, 17 and 14 year in 2020 when you lost to no. Kansas, Texas A&M, and Mississippi State. What were the rankings of those? One, 131, and 48. Those are Kim Palm rankings. So it's like inverted. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. It'd be a big one. It'd be, it'd be it'd be an attention getter for a lot of people. And I think it would ah, this team just needs some they need some confidence right now. I think that's that's key. It's just it's going to be really tough to get that against this Alabama team. I think we'll play better. I just I, just, I know. I just can't pick us to win. I hope we do. It'd be a huge one, especially down the stretch with five games left after it. We'll break it all down for you tomorrow. For more previews of it today, Tennessee Talk. Keep it locked in for more Fan Run Radio.